Welcome to Set Piece. I'm Tomas, aka Tommy, joining alongside Eric. What's up? What's up? So, how you doing today, Eric? You know, I'm doing. I'm doing great today, man. I mean, fresh off my vacation in Puerto Rico, had a nice little vacation this past weekend, and it was much. It was much needed. And when I got back, it was just work, 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 and try to catch up and coaching, and you know my my normal job, but. I'm here, man. We we had a busy week, you know, both of us, I think. Yeah, that's nice to hear. You know, sometimes you got to, you know, take some time off, go on vacation, turn that brain off as much as you love what you're doing, you know, working, coaching, playing. It's, it's nice to just take a vacation and kind of forget about everything else. You know, the hard part was, you know, I mean, my team still play, like still coaching and stuff, like my the teams I coach. Mm-hmm. and honestly it's so hard to turn that off like i wanted to know every detail what was going on i was texting i was texting a parent like hey what's going on like every 10 minutes i was like hey what happened score update score update and i was on vacation on the beach you know like so i was just, i was i was still there but i wasn't there and it was it is painful sometimes not being there but i, I needed the vacation like you said sometimes it's just nice to get away for a second yeah, and you know it's like I said, I'm I'm excited for my next vacation, which is gonna be Thanksgiving. But it's right now it's grind season for not not only work but also like playing. <laughs> we're mm-hmm. uh, we're like this weekend we got two games. One game we got a we're fighting for relegation. Hey. <laughs> Stay in Division One or. If we don't win, or if the other team wins their match on Saturday, mm-hmm. then we have to play a relegation playoff to stay in. Yeah. And, you know, that's just, you know, it's frustrating because our team, we, we're defensively good, but, you know, when you're defending for like 75 minutes, eventually mm-hmm. you're going to, you know, get a, let them have one goal or two goals. And yeah. our attack and just needs some fine tuning, but mm-hmm. uh, Sunday we're playing into the Massachusetts State Cup, so that's All elimination right. matches. So you know if we win that, we I believe we get a bid to the U.S. Open. So oh, okay, which that's exciting, but we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, we've been training on Wednesdays, and it's it's been going good. But, That's good, man. That's good. That's good to know, hear. Uh, you know, before we say anything else, I, you know, this this episode, that's the last time, you know, it was sponsored by Spada Law Group. This time, we are happy to say this is sponsored by uh, Luis Real Estate in Athens, Georgia. He is a realtor. He is, uh, you know, he, he doesn't just do, you know, housing and everything he also can help with commercial um he'll get you connected to the proper people even if you're not in the state of georgia he can help you out as much as possible i mean we're in massachusetts he's helping me out and you know uh and we're hundreds of miles away you know his uh instagram is luis alex moreno and like i said he's 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 a close friend of mine known him since i was four and like I said, he, he's a great guy to work with. You need something, ask. It's better to have somebody when it's a 
big decision like that. So, uh, Lewis, I really appreciate you sponsoring this video. And, you know, we look forward to our other sponsors that are coming up as well. Yeah, man. Appreciate it, Lewis. So, and last thing is, uh, where me and Eric was talking, uh, this idea was actually, Eric, was it your idea about the new segment that we'll be doing? Well, I can't take full credit of it. Um, shout out to Coach Tim. He, he's been giving us a lot of feedback for each episode, and um, he brought my attention to a, um, an idea. And, you know, I brought it up to you, and we thought it was a good idea, and so we made this segment. Yeah, so it's going to be, you know, obviously those who don't know who Coach Tim is, he's somebody who gives a lot to his community, um, to the game. Um, he does a lot of research on himself for like to better himself, better the people around him. Um, I appreciate Coach Tim. I think even though, you know, his name's Tim, he's got the title now, Coach Tim, for the rest of his life. Uh, I think that's I, for any coach. I like, I like to call him <laughs> Uncle Timmy. Um He's almost like family, like for me too, because um, he's been a lot. He's been a lot of help, you know, mentally as well. So I've been going to him for advice on about life, you know, and soccer too. So I appreciate him, you know. Appreciate you, Tim, if you're listening, as he always does. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah. So the new segment, appreciate Uncle Tim, is free kick. So what that means is. You know, we're going to be doing our podcast normally and everything, but we're adding this just because I feel like everybody, even us, uh, we're going to, there's always a debate either what cleats is be are better, what player, like the Messi versus Ronaldo, the, you know, the debate of who deserves the Ballon d'Or and everything. It's people want to know our opinion, maybe, maybe not, but we want to just sell <laughs> So randomly throughout the podcast, just one of us, we're, we're going to be like, ref, foul, or, you know, foul. And, you know, it's just going to be a whistleblown maybe, or once we say foul, you know, obviously when you get a foul, it's a free kick. And we're going to call yep. this segment free kick. We're just going to, you know, not spend too much, but we're just going to kind of veer off topic of what we're talking about. For example, if, it, if I said foul. In this episode, and you know, uh, this episode is going to be about team training versus individual training. We'll probably go off and talk about, you know, uh, our favorite boots or, you know, our, you know, whether Holland versus Messi Ballon d'Or, you know, that's a huge topic right now. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's just simple things like that just to get, get some more insight mm -hmm. of what's going on day to day because we can talk about everything as much like for days like we always mm -hmm. say but it's nice to talk about what's going on right now so eric <laughs> you obviously dealing with you know more team training more you know as of right now i know you've done individual training and everything but you're you're set on team training right now so what i guess in your words not like wikipedia or anything like that what are you, what's your definition of team training and what about individual training? What, in your own words, what's the difference? And we'll, we'll, we'll just kind of go off that. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing more team training right now, so I'll talk about team training first. Team training is more like you're working towards a 
tactic and working towards the game. Mm-hmm. So you do obviously possession style, counterattacks, swing the ball type of drills, you know, different drills like that that is going to influence the game really. And obviously the coach would decide which the tactics are, you know, you go before him. How whatever whatever you guys need to work on that week, you know. This week I try to work on um swinging the ball. So I made two gates, you know. You you go through the gates, you get a point. So that's how I really try to focus on this week, and I think it was a little successful in practice. So hopefully it comes into the game. Now individual training. I want I don't want to specify just like you're just going out there to the field and go by yourself, right? Individual training is more like you're working on your individual game per se. Like you could do it, you could do it with as a group, a small, a small sided thing, but you're focused on like receiving the ball, one touch, two touch, you know, the type of turns you have outside the foot, inside the foot. And that's what I really feel like individual training means. And obviously, you know, hitting the gym, working your body. It's like all the individual stuff, like where you don't really necessarily go over in, in team training. And that's 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 what define what I define those two. Um, if you have anything to add or whatever, yeah, no, it's definitely like you said. Uh, team training has a. I feel the older you get, the more important team training is compared to individual. Um, mm-hmm. You know, obviously, individual is always important to stay fit to get extra training reps in to yourself because you know statistically individual training you're going to get more touches obviously than team training team training is more about the team and you know it's it's going to be more how to count like basically you're especially if you're playing a certain opponent that you're like okay i did my research on them this is how we could break it down this is what Mm -hmm. we need to do to lead up to that game while individual training is like okay you know what? I'm pretty slow. Uh, I need to work on my speed or I need to work on my takeoff. All right, let me do more speed training where I shouldn't be focused on that in the team training. In the team training, I should be like, how can I basically fit in the piece in the team to help them win? Mm-hmm. While individual training is how can I be fit enough and technical enough and everything, just the basics to be part of that starting 11 or 18 or even on the 18 roster um so you know both are important i feel like but obviously each one is specific um we won't go super in detail uh because of future you know like like we said part series yeah yeah our three-part series this is one we've got two more after this we're gonna go a deep dive very specific because we feel like that's what we can't just cover everything within yeah. you know, 30 to 45 minutes. We want to stick to one thing, just our mm-hmm. perspective. First episode, second one, maybe touch on more individuals or team training and then vice versa for episode three or the third part, you know? Um, and for team training, do you have any like pros and cons on it? But like we said, uh, the pros, obviously you're going to get, well, if you know, if your coaching has the right coach, you're gonna get game like drills. So you would work on anything game like. So like, let's say you're struggling on defending, 
in the back or something like that. So your coach would have a def- defensive drill. So that's obviously a pro because you're going to need that in games. Or you're going to go over a different tactic in a game. So that's going to be pro. The con is the con is like, you know, we're going to work on fitness or, I mean, you probably will work on fitness and team camp, but like agility, you're not going to work on agility. You're not going to do freaking squat jumps at every practice. Um, That's one of the cons right there. So, I mean, I guess the individual training is the con for team training. Because yeah. you're not going to work on it. I mean, some coaches do, you do, you do technical, you do, in you know the team camp, but you're you're trying to bond and get some fitness, so you're gonna do that. But like once the season starts, that's not the main focus anymore. The main fo- that's like last, you know. Yeah. So that's one of the cons. And if you, and yeah, if you're not, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I'll say yeah, like you said, team training at a certain point in team camp early on, preseason, your your focus on the, I guess. Some technical, some maybe speed and agility early on, just to bond, you know, get them, you know, fitness wrapped up and everything because you don't have games. So you got to get everybody fit. And then once season starts, it's more, all right, this is how we want to play. This is how we want our shape to be defensively when we have the ball on the final third, first third, whatever. And, you know, while you're, you're hoping. They're doing it their own session, you know, whether it's a thousand touches, uh, you know, with, you know, toe touch foundations or whatever they do, thousand touches, um, at least two, three times a week or working on their agility, their speed. Um, same thing with, you know, maybe they're lacking if they're a center back or center mid, you know, pinging mm. the ball, you know, just getting more reps constantly right foot left foot everything so it's more you know individual training you you have to do it because you know how many times a week does your team train not that you more of the youth oh, the youth uh we train two times a night uh two times a week right so they have they have optional for the third one right so you know two you know if they can make that third awesome but if not you know just touching the ball or juggling Mm-hmm. You could do right foot a hundred times, left foot a hundred times, and both feet above the knee, below the knee. You know, just to get comfortable with the ball. Because I feel like the more comfortable you get, the easier the game gets, and the more confident you are in the game. To you know, when the defender's on you, you're like, all right, I I know, I I know how the ball feels. I can do this and that. So you know, the con for individual training is like if you only focus on that, it's you're not going to you're not going to really understand the game. Mm-hmm. I I can't tell you how many times I see players who do so much individual training but they but don't understand the wrong stuff. Yeah, they're like not the, doing like actual in-game stuff. So like, you know, you yeah, want you would want to work on receiving the ball, you know, instead of like you doing like 500 push-ups or something like that. Just shooting at the goal was like, all right, you're mm-hmm. you're a cinema, yeah, you can shoot, but what about, I mean, majority of the time, you're going to be passing the ball. Yeah. and like, Can you ping it 30 yards to accuracy? You know, yeah, that's like, yeah. like, can you ping the ball with the ball spinning? Spinning, you know, backwards with the mm-hmm. back spin. Can you, with some curve, some right curve, some left curve, that way, you know, 
can you ping it with the left and right foot at the same time? Like all that stuff matters. But you know, I see a lot of people that, oh yeah, I can I can score a goal and this and that, but it's like or they just keep the ball stationary and it's they're just kicking it to the net and just like you gotta make things game realistic. So yeah. you have to train properly for individual and that I think that's just a big con for it. Mm-hmm. But uh you know, obviously there's more pros and cons if done properly. But that's that's why sure. you have coaches, you know. That's what yeah. our you know, our podcast. We tell you what's right yeah. or wrong. For sure, we, could, for sure. we could be wrong. <laughs> yeah, we're doing this all wrong, man. Right. Uh, what do you prefer as a player? Like do you like the personal training? Um or do you like team training? Like do you like on a team For me more I think or? For me personally, as much as I love individual training and everything now going away from it i mean moving up here to massachusetts i missed mm-hmm. the team training mm-hmm. you know it's because you're i mean so, think about so, it like 20 22 guys you probably have like 22 to 30 guys mm-hmm. and you can obviously you know scrimmage at the end but your focus on the team your focus mm-hmm. on more tactical stuff you know, game realistic things where individually, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, I can work on dribbling, I can work on some shooting or touches, but what about if somebody's pressuring me in real time? Mm. What, like, you know, that is the speed of play. I just love training speed of play, which is really hard to train by yourself. It's possible, yeah. but it's just really hard to do it. And I, that's, I, I honestly prefer team training. What about you? You said you said now you prefer team training, but like so before yeah. you you, yeah, you like individual training more. I did because uh, it kind of helped me stay disciplined, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I do my work. I'm gonna make sure I hit mm-hmm. my thousand touches. I'm gonna make sure I do this drill or these drills mm-hmm. or at least ninety minutes of it. Um, you know, it's I loved it. It was I think it was just the work ethic in me that was like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm gonna do, for example. Uh, like dribbling, I'm gonna do nothing mm. but dribbling uh, drills for 90 minutes, and you know that like a true session. Yeah, I would do all that and everything. I loved it, and then that way, it just made me more comfortable on the ball. You know, whether yeah. it's dribbling, whether it's touches or shooting or passing, I always had specific training for individual. So that way, when I implied it to team training. It implements the same thing because I make it game realistic. What about you? Well, what you do you... Try, you try your best to make it game realistic. Yeah, yeah. obviously, you know, yeah. you're by yourself, but mm-hmm. or with um, too. Yeah, I prefer. You know, I'm a competitor. You know, I hate losing. I want to win as much. So obviously, I'm a preferred team training because I just. I just want to win any drill. Like I, if it's possession drill, first five passes, it gets a point. I'm in it. Like I want to win. Like I, I love winning. Like you know, I got, I got that winning mentality. So, I just, I love the competition. I love competition. Like anything I do, right? Mm-hmm. It could be something is going, going to bowling. Oh, I want to win. <laughs> so, like, right. so whoever I'm against, I, I want to win. So, I that's the that's why one of the one of the pros too, you know, you get that competition feeling. So that's why I love team training. 
more than individual training. I do, I still do individual training, but I, I would rather do team training all every night because it just, I love the competition. You know, I can never get away from the competition, and it's just more physical too. Like it's more, it means more when it's a competition. It means more, and like the, when you when you play with people who are passionate too, mm-hmm. it just ah oh, those competitions be so fun, man. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like the competitive, like you as a competitor, you're like you want to outwork someone, whether it's like you know you're like yeah no 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 like I I'll, yeah I'm not really competing, but then you're like yeah no I'm competing. It's like <laughs> it's like even though like your body just like or mentally you're like no I want to like maybe they they played like you're doing little joy the play a ball in. They play three balls out of the five. You're like, all right, I'm going to do those four out of five or five yeah. out of five. Like, I'm going to make sure I beat you. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, you're also fighting for that spot. That's true. Uh, I can't I can't even play pickup. If I, I if they were like, oh, let's go play pickup. I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's go have some fun. But, like, the second goal, I'm like, all right, I'm locked in. I'm, I'm trying to win this. That's my game now. <laughs> so, like, I can't even play pickup. But that's the competitive nature in me, you know. And I love, I just love it. So yeah, and that's also like the, um, you know, I, I make a joke about it. Like when I'm playing or whatever, they're like, "Yeah, why are you?" T- uh, people are like, "It's not that serious or whatever." I'm like, mm-hmm. "Listen, I don't care if it's a backyard barbecue pickup. If I'm <laughs> playing to win, I do not care." Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, well, I mean, we're we're kind of similar in that competition. Right, mentality aspect, bad thing, yeah. you know. Yeah, it might get a little out of hand sometimes. So, as everybody just heard, foul. You know, got the little whistle going. This, that one's sponsored by YouTube. You know, if YouTube wants to <laughs> get us, but foul. As and you know, as we said earlier, whenever we say foul, it's a free kick. And our mm-hmm. topic for this time, Eric, do you want to say the topic? Yeah, and you can answer it first too. Okay. Uh, top three boots you have worn, and and some memories to go along with it, or like if a professional wore it, you know, in game. Which game does that? Or do you have your own personal memory? All right, that's a great one. Uh, for me, all right, the three boots. It's gonna be. For one, the tempos. The classic. That's, that's, the, that's, that's number, number one? That's number one. Okay. Number one, tempos. And just no matter what, I like I'm a big stud pattern guy. Mm-hmm. I love the studs on it. I love how they wear or how they, you know, fit you perfectly. Uh, some of them are, you know, kangaroo, kangaroo leather. Just the touch that you get when the ball's like coming into you the whenever you ping it the way it feels like it's just it's nice it's like a good center mid boot i feel like um you know good uh, my favorite was actually was it the in, iniesta warm was it shabby the uh the yellow black ctr yellow and black ctrs 90 mm-hmm. you know those i had those oh, I just, 
every time I touch the ball, like I could just feel no, like the cutting and that's the... priming. Yeah, that's priming yeah, Nesta right there, bro. That's that, that's why I thought like when the Nesta warm, I just I, I don't know. It was just like just the feel of the ball, and it was phenomenal. Mm. And I'm happy they brought him back for a little bit. Um, I didn't cop me a pair, but you know it was it was definitely a nice boot to wear. And you know, I I, I said I I like the center mids. I always would go and do research. I'm like, oh, what does center mids wear? What are wingers wear? Whatever. Obviously, mm. you can wear whatever, but you know, obviously, uh, to me, tempos were like just class. Uh, the second one is the Magistas, the OG Magistas. Like when they first came out, the was it the lime the sock? Green? Yeah, with the sock, the lime oh, green you're, one. You're a sock guy. Oh, yeah, man. I am a sock I guy. Uh, I wore those, and you know, I I fell in love with them. There and I think my favorite thing about them was obviously the sock, but I actually got to. I don't know if you remember. There's like this Mexican, uh, like. Not really camp, but in the invitation, whatever they do, like seven up you, or seven up or is that was called. Uh it's they do it in Atlanta, where you know you come in, you try, you just play mm. for like twenty minutes or something or thirty minutes. Oh, it starts and, with a, it starts with an A, right? Yeah, yeah, that one. Um, <sighs> what's that name, man? But I went to it one year when the just came out, and I actually made it to the final game. Like with the coaches okay. and everything, with the, with the magistas on, yeah. And I was playing winger at that time, so I was like, "Tomasito winger, <laughs> probably Neymar." <laughs> I would, I don't know. Now I think about it, I was like, I don't even know how I. I don't know if it was just my work ethic or what, but I was just I didn't really do too much. To, I was just like more playing the simple way, moving the ball, mm. you know, being patient. But that was fun. And obviously I didn't make it past that, but it was still it was still cool because the players there I met one he played with the U.S. national team like for the U.S. 17s at the time, nice. this and that. So and he had the remember the Magistas came out, but also the Superflies with the sock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he had those, and he was like, "Yeah, how's it feel?" And I was like, "You know, obviously everybody says you can. It feels barefoot. To me, it did. Like it felt nice because it was." I couldn't get into it, man. I just couldn't get into it. I loved it. Uh, and the third boot, I would have to say, is my favorite, which is what I wear now, is the Pumas. The Puma okay. Ultra. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know. I, I, it's the one with the sock, too, a little bit. Um, uh, after the Magistus, I'm a sock guy, but I like them because they're tight. Um, the touch on the ball, and then the way I can just just ping the ball. Like yeah. the way you can hit it, like the sound with the one touch too, like it's music to my ears. Like I was doing it on Wednesday, it was just like pop, 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 and I'm like, I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, I can do this, I can just do this for days without even breaking a sweat. But those are my three favorite. What about yours? So top, the top one I have like, and it, I recently just put it on like this past year, and. It's the Masuno's uh, beta. I don't know why. The I, fell, I fell in love with them. Yeah, Mizuno's, man. I put them on, bro. The first, I felt like the first step, I was like, these are the boots of my lifetime. They just feel, they just felt so comfortable. Like, 
I never felt so comfortable in a, in a shoe or a cleat in my entire life. So when I put them on, I was like, oh, man, this is nice. They got the kangaroo leather in the little front part where your toes are at. And yeah. then they got some, like, I forgot what it's called. It's like elastic, I think, in the back. But it feels so good. It's like it's like a mixture of Adidas and Nike in the perfect parts where I want them. You know, you want that Adidas feel like you want to control the ball. But you right. also want that, pay, that pace and, like, precision with the Nike has, you know. So I just love that boot, man. Like, I, I've been a big fan, and I don't think I'm switching ever back. I'm always going to get Masuno's. Like, I, I fell in love with them, man. Like, that's that's the boot. The second one is the old Adidas F50s, the orange ones. Oh, I know yet. exactly what you're talking about. The old. And, like. The synthetic I kinda, ones, I think? Yeah, so the synthetic oh. ones. I kind of didn't even like them like that. But they felt like I could fly. Like, I felt like I was fast as lightning. And I have a specific memory for that boot. It was um when Messi dribbled past four, five or six um, Real Madrid players and Busquets just, just laid it off. And he was wearing those boots. And I instantly got him when that play happened. I was like, I need those boots because I need to be fast like that. I mean, obviously, I'm not fast as Messi. But <laughs> that play stuck in my head. And I always see the orange boots in my head, like picturing them. So I got them. I wore them my high school, my sophomore year of high school. And it was balling, man. I, I, felt, I felt like I was fast as lightning. Controlling the ball like it was nothing. They just felt so good, man. They just felt so light, bro. It was like that's true, it was like yeah. holding paper, but like, oh, I ain't gonna lie to you. If you guys stepped on, it was over with. That's the thing. <laughs> it was over with. That that hurt. Um, the third one, I would say my the the couple of cents, the senses. Oh yeah, they, they they just felt good. Like they just felt like they they're a little heavy on the heavy side. But they felt good. And like what you say when you kick a ball, and that sound it made, you can't beat that sound. And like, I felt more comfortable in them than any other boot besides the Masunos. But I, they were heavy, so I really couldn't run as fast. I felt like, you know, when you got like a specific boot on that's for like controlling, you don't feel yeah. as fast as like you're wearing the freaking Mercurials or something. So yeah, that's those are my boots right there. A top three boots. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely. I know a lot of people are going to be like, Mazuna. Like, I yeah. remember, um, I'm not going to say his name, but one of the players tried, tried him out, the youth players. Oh. And then, you know, they, they, the white ones did look sick. You know, the white ones look clean. The white ones look clean. With they, them. Especially with our dark blue uni. Bro, so, clean. so, yeah, no, it's definitely something, you know, I, I want to, notable mention, I want to do, uh, you know, obviously the the vapors, the Renardo ones, the the black, pink, pink. yeah, the black and, and the pink light ones. green. Oh, no, okay. no, no, lime green. It was just the like a pink one. Um, many years ago, I think it was like twenty, maybe like twenty thirteen or twenty fifteen, something mm. like that. Super kind of old, but. I love those um, just because of the studs as well. And I was like, oh, yeah, these these are for fast people. I, it's like you put them on, you instantly get like plus two speed or something. Attributes. <laughs> right. Um, but, yeah, no, so like we said, 
whenever we call foul, we're gonna just go off topic, just talk about something mm-hmm. new. Uh, I think I think we're gonna like it. It's gonna be yeah, nice. Yeah, I mean, if, also if you have a question for us, put it on our post, and we'll probably exit the next podcast. You know. Oh yeah, like I said, we're always uh, we're always interacting with the fans. We're always interacting with trying to get you guys involved. If any of you have any questions or anything, just shoot us a chat. DM if you want to join one time we might think about it you know but it's so we'll go back right back to you know what we were talking about which is personal mm-hmm. or more team training and individual training and yeah. I know we were uh, we've already talked about a little bit of what do we prefer e- each other um, and it's kind of going a mixture of the both you know you need mm-hmm. one you can't really have one without the other to exceed uh, obviously if you only do team training you're probably going to be stuck you're going to hit a wall if you do only individual training you're obviously only going to go to a wall i mean mm-hmm. if you're only doing individual training why aren't you in team training um but you know if you were to tell what was that i think they're more, i think they're more like yin and yin right? yeah. you need you need both like it's a perfect balance you know like you have to you have to do team training and you have to do individual training yeah. You have to do something outside of team training if you want to go to the next level, per se. Exactly. So I think I think they're they're yin and yang, you know. So they're like the perfect balance. You have to do both. And if you were to tell a youth player on how much to do each, what what would you, what advice would you give him or her? I would say at least three team trainings. Um, I think that's fair during the week, for, especially for the youth. Um, I'll do two individual training for youth players. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, work on your skills, receiving the ball, passing the ball, all that stuff for two days, and then go to the team training mm-hmm. for three times a week because you're going to – obviously, team training, I prefer it matters a little bit more because, obviously, we're working towards the game, so you need that game feeling. Right, and I would say one of those team trainings for youth, you try to play up an age, just for you could get custom to that higher level, higher physicality, the bigger bodies, the bigger age group. So I, I would, I would want people to really think about that as a youth, like try to go up one way, ask your coach if you're at a club, like, hey, you think the older age groups can need an extra man, you know, and I won't slow the, if you slow the training down, they're going to say no. But if you, if you're not going to slow the training, they're going to say, yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's good for development. We do it here at the Georgia Revs. It's very good for development because then like now they're ready for the next level when they get their time. If you're U13, try to go train with the U14 or the 15s. So that way, when you get there, you kind of already know the level and you're accustomed to it. So I would, I would say three, Team trainees and two individuals to start, especially for the youth. Obviously, when you get to like professional, you're doing a lot of individual before practice. You know, you're working out, you're doing all this stuff, your recovery, activation, and then you go to team training. So you might be doing one every day, you know. So, but for youth, yeah. I think three team training and two individual training was nice. And that's like five times for a week, you know. I think yeah. that would be okay. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's that's nice. And my, I think my opinion on it is, for youth is, 
I mean, I I think you can honestly three minimum four individual. You okay. know, it's an in, a individual can be as easy as all right. Let me get a thousand touches. Mm, just okay. I can do it. It's raining outside. Okay, let me just do some toe touches, some foundation, ball mastery skills. Um, I actually had one of my mentors uh, reach out to me today, and he was a big believer of ball mastery skills. Well, you know, which is, you know, feeling the ball with the t- uh, the bottom of your cleats, you know, just moving it, doing little, uh, like just with a cone. So mm. that that does help and translate massively into your game when you're stuck in a situation like maybe somebody plays you the ball and you're covered by two guys. Can you keep the ball close and protect at the same time without losing it and just release it? Um, I've done it multiple times here recently. Um, and it's funny whenever I'm doing it. Uh, remember, you would like people call it like my happy feet. Whenever I'm just like, yeah. like just <laughs> moving and then the balls just sitting there, but I'm just like protecting everybody's. Like I had three players on me over the weekend, and I was like, just keeping. I was like, nobody. Why? Why? Why do I have this much space? Like I got two yards, and there's three people around me, and I kept it, and we could have scored. Um, we just missed it, but it's just ball mastery. Uh, even juggling, juggling can help with, mm, I, sure. I was, a, I didn't learn how to juggle until I was in college. So, you know, it's a big opportunity missed for mm. me um, because I always thought, Oh, when do you go, when are you going to juggle in a game? But it goes beyond that. Juggling helps you control the ball, f- like be able to hit the ball where you want to and fill it. So can mm. you keep it below your knee? Can you keep it above the knee it helps with your touch so that can be two different sessions uh you could do a speed you can do more of a fitness session you can do more of a all right let me do a dribbling session or let me do a shooting session you know yeah um and just focus on that and i feel like three four times the individual if you truly want to go to the next level that's what's required um and like i said maybe you got training on three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You can still do some individual training on those days, but keep it light as in, all right, let me just do a thousand touches on Monday or Wednesday because it's my tough days. And then Friday, let me just do, you know, some ball mastery just to stay loose for this upcoming weekend, you know. So a lot of it you can still do the day of, but, you know, team training, if possible yeah i want to say two to three times as well because like i said all the individual training you can do as much as you want but if it doesn't translate to the team training i mean what's the point you know you're because I've, I've also seen many people team or individual train and never break into the 18 or the starting 11 because they're they're focused on the wrong thing and team training is going to help them uh you know figure out what they really need to work on it's not mm-hmm. speed it's not this it's okay how can i better pass the ball or how can i focus more on team training and the mistakes there let's just say my my passing was horrible you know my touch was always off okay yeah that that okay now my next session by myself is like all right touches can i get as many touches as possible whether it's juggling whether it's ball mastery and the next time it's like, all right, now I'm good with that. Crap, now it's my speed of play. 
now I'm like, okay, a training, the individual training session can be like, okay, let me start moving like to certain cones and maybe receive the ball or just work on movement, you know, by myself, jog or not juggling, but jockeying or even watching film. I, I think people get confused where you have to be outside to do individual watching film. That's a great individual training. Um, there's a lot that you can do with individual training, but yeah. I, I won't go too in depth with it. But like I said, that's why it's easy to do four times uh, a week for individual. But team training, like I said, two to three. You know, obviously we would want to do you know four, three to four, but mm. youth is two to three. And you brought up a great point. If you can play up, play up, because you will your mis- you your mistakes will be noticed quickly. And you'll be like, all right, this is what I need to work on. Yeah. And so, and so would you say that you had to have both to do both to go to the next level? 1000%. Like no questions. Above, above, above yeah. you. So yeah, you, you, you have to do it. Okay. Yeah. You can't just you can. do two, two trainings a, a week. No. Cause then you're like, eh, you know, uh, I'm happy. This is the medium. This is the average, whatever. Yeah. But like, like we said, the very beginning of the podcast, there's more people out there either fighting for a contract or fighting for that scholarship. than there are people that have it. So let's just for simple math, let's just say, obviously this is way more, but let's just say there's only a thousand scholarships or a thousand contracts. And there's Mm -hmm. 2000 people. So that means a thousand people will not have it. And it's, it's just, you got to be part of that 1000 that get that contract or that scholarship and you have to keep it. That's the thing. Once you have it, you have to keep it. Yeah. A lot of people, they get there and they're like, all right, I made it. And I'm just like, nah, man, you have to keep, you, you got to keep working. You got to keep doing it. Ask coaches what you need to prove on, what do you, what do you need to do? All that good stuff. And just keep working. Just keep working. Yeah. So, you know, that was, that was, you know, a different podcast today and mm. whether we implemented, you know, a new segment and we're, like I said, we're always getting better at this, just trying to not only explain everything, but not really go into too much detail with team training and personal training or individual training, I bet, mm. because like I said, we got, this is a three part series We're on first part, I'm going to say, you know, two guests uh not at the same time but you know going more in depth and detailed because we feel like team training can be its own little episode and team individual, or training. individual training can be its own session as well and yeah. obviously we're giving our perspectives of both because we've done it uh we're mm-hmm. in it right now or we coach you know, it yeah. yeah so but like we always do here at the set piece we're gonna end in a quote a positive quote to end the day and eric i'm gonna let you go first this time all right my quote is there's three things that people have or people do is those who make it happen those who watch it happen and those who wonder what happened and i'm just gonna leave it at that mic drop uh so uh, that's a good one i like that one so this one is i i saw this uh, this morning, it's the brick walls 
are there for a reason. The brick walls are not there to keep us out. The brick walls are there to give us a chance to show how badly we want something. Because the brick walls are there to stop the people who don't want it badly enough. They're they're there to stop the other people. So, like, that's that's just dead on. Like, we're all going to hit that brick wall. And it's going to be like, alright, do we want to keep going? Or we're just going to give up? I know you've yeah. dealt with multiple brick walls. I know I've dealt with many as well. <laughs> so it's like, how can you push through it? Yeah, so, that's a good one. So I, I really, really love that one. And, you know, but, you know, I'm not going to keep much of everybody's time listening here. Uh, you know, we actually hit the 45-minute mark. It's, you know, basically the first half, you know. So, hey. you know, <laughs> I think that's the first one of uh, many podcasts that will probably, you know, hit the 45-minute mark. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, we won't go beyond that unless it's – extra time some fergie time uh but (laughs) but everybody i really appreciate the love and support especially the fans people reaching out still uh like i said it's it's motivating to keep us going uh you know we have a busy busy schedules for us but we're we're always here to enjoy it to talk to our listeners and maybe motivate them who knows yeah all right guys All right, well, this is Tommy and Eric checking out. I'll catch you guys later on the next podcast, and thanks for listening to the set piece. See you, bro.